Greatest Show on Dirt, live from the Sweet Bee Studios. Holy crap. I think it's the end of the world. Right now on Twitter, it's the absolute end of the world. So all that's happening right now is video of Jose Altuve with an apparent wire in his jersey when he's running up on home plate. Tommy Pham tweeted a picture that looks like a wire inside of Jose Altuve's jersey. Dude, message boards are saying that Mike Trout has an approved medication list for like HGH and Major League Baseball knows about it. This is all conspiracy theory stuff on Twitter. Like we're talking crop circles, UFOs, anal probes, all the crazy stuff, man, is going on right now. Okay, I'm going to start from the beginning. Okay, let's figure this out. So at the beginning of the day, a video comes out and Jose Altuve hit his walk-off home run in this past year's American League Championship Series against the New York Yankees. He's coming up on home plate and someone found a slow motion video of Jose Altuve as he's coming up on home plate, holding his jersey, telling his roommates, don't rip my jersey off, I have a piece on. That's what it looks like he says when you read his lips, don't rip my jersey, I have a piece on. And Jose Altuve, like, holds his jersey, and he holds it tight. And on his right-hand shoulder, you can see what looks like a curvy wire. Like he's wired in some sort of mob hit or something like that. And Astros fans are like, maybe he was mic'd up for the game. No, he wasn't mic'd up for the game. That's a fact he wasn't mic'd up for the game. This is crazy stuff. And then... Right after the home run, same 2019 ALCS home run, all of his teammates are celebrating on the field. He, he sprints, sprints back to the dugout like he just had a whole mess of Taco Bell and he got to take a boo-boo in the bathroom. So he jets off like he's prairie dogging, bro. Just runs for it, man. And then all of a sudden, he comes out with a different shirt on. Like, he's good all of a sudden. And then, 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 someone else uploaded this Ken Rosenthal interview. And they're like, Ken Rosenthal, the first question he asked, how Tuve goes, uh, hey, man, why did you run to go change your shirt? And then Jose's like, huh? And then Ken Rosenthal repeats the question, why did you go back to change your shirt? Then Jose Altuve sort of has like a young Michael Jackson laugh, like, I had to go change my shirt. I didn't want my shirt to be ripped because my wife would get mad at me. That was his excuse. He, he, he used his wife as an excuse for what possibly might have been a wire under his shirt. Now, his wife might be really mad at him right now, man. He may be sleeping on the couch, and we don't really know. But So, that, so that's basically what, what Twitter has blown up initially was this Jose Altuve play. And then there's like the Ken Rosenthal interview, right? And then players, dude, players right now, they are not happy. They are mad. Like Cody Bellinger is like, hey, man, if this is happening, you know, people got to be punished big time. CeCe Sabathia said that he thought the World Series title should be vacated. Trevor Bauer's mad. Um, I mean, there, there are other people. Right. That just aren't happy with this thing. And they are just like, yo, this is a problem. Like I said, Tommy Pham tweeted out the picture, a close-up on Jose Altuve. These are other players mouthing other players in public, just straight up standing up for their game, being like, hey, man, like you could tell players are really mad about this, and they're like, I'm playing fair, and you're not. And other players are frustrated, right? And this is, you know, one of the big questions about it is, hey, man, does everyone do this? You know, Astros or Red Sox fans right now are like, hey, wait till the numbers come out. People are going to be talking a lot less crap when you find out everyone's been doing it right now. Okay. 
I am of the personal belief that most professional athletes, and those would include baseball players, take some sort of performance-enhancing drug, whether that's some sort of growth hormone or steroid or what, right? I just believe it happens. And you know, like, when a guy fails a steroid test or a PED test, like, there's not really a huge outcry from other players, right? Like, there aren't players, like, most most other Major League Baseball players are probably pretty cool with Barry Bonds getting into the Hall of Fame. They respect McGuire, you know? that They think Sammy Sosa's a little weird, but they're cool with the other guys, right? And there's, there's not really, like... I mean, I guess you'll have the occasional player that's like, these cheaters taking steroids, but otherwise, there's not really a big hoopla over it, even if that steroid player is like on a World Series team, right? Players, other players just don't seem to get mad about steroid use, right? Now, granted, this, this sign stealing to win a World Series when there's direct evidence that the Astros cheated and won the World Series, right? This is in my opinion, way worse than anything that happened in the steroid era, right? But generally, there's not a lot of outcry when players fail fail a PED test, right? People are just like, whatever, it happens. But other players are super pissed about the sign stealing, dude, and always have been mad about sign stealing. And my point here is, with the steroids, I believe that most players use something. I believe that most players use some sort of PED, and I believe that most players think that most players use some sort of performance-enhancing drug, so there's not a lot of outcry here. But when I see this huge outpouring of anger from players directed at other players that now have been proven to cheat, they're mad and they're calling them out, which sort of leads me to believe that maybe not everyone's doing what the Houston Astros are doing, right? That's sort of one of my big questions when I sit back at this and, you know, I don't really know where to judge the situation because I'm kind of like, okay, like what is the climate here, right? Like, for example, in professional bodybuilding, everyone takes steroids. Like, it's cool. We all do it. And I initially had a hard time looking at the Houston Astros and looking at guys like Altuve, who I love tremendously. Altuve is a great guy. And I'm like, Bregman, he seems like he could be a little prick. So I wouldn't be surprised if Bregman cheated. But like Altuve I'm, and George Springer, who's this guy who's like stuttered and is like a stuttering advocate and makes kids feel included who have like speech problems, right? Like that's a horrible thing to have to go through. And, and so, and then Evan Gaddis with like, he was a janitor and like sort of addicted to some drugs and 2017 in the world series was such a feel good story, right? You couldn't help but to love the Houston Astros. You're like, dude, I, I love this team. I literally love Jose Altuve, Justin Verlander and the resurgence, man. This is a team that you wanted to root for, right? America was like, let the Astros beat the Yankees to get to the world series, right? Let's do it. You know? And so I sort of had a hard time, like, reconciling the fact of, like, would these guys really do this? Surely all these guys in the clubhouse that got together to start cheating were only doing it because everybody else was doing it, right? That had to be the case. But now watching all these players get so mad, dude, I'm sort of just like, man, maybe this isn't something that's always happened, man. Maybe this was just, like, Carlos Beltran and Alex Alex Cora getting in the dugout and just sort of putting it in the players' minds, like, hey, everyone does this. We got to do it, you know? You know, this is a, a, a young team, a pliable team, if you will. You know, you can make them do what you want to do. 
But no, but I mean, it's their fault. You know, I'm not saying like they were made to do this or any sort of thing. Um, but it's interesting, you know, if, um, you know, what's happened here. I don't know. So, but what I mean, so on, on back to the topic of Twitter exploding right now, you've got the Jose Altuve video with the, um, with the, with the cord in it, right? And him saying, don't tear my jersey, I got a piece on, or something along that line, right? And then he runs to the dugout, full diarrhea sprint, okay? Now, there is this wild tweet from Scott Brocious's kid on Instagram. Scott Brocious, what was he, like a something, it was like a third, I don't know what position Scott Brocious played, but apparently he was like a Mariners third base coach, right? So Scott Brocious' kid just, just post on Instagram and it says, my dad was a third base coach for the Mariners in 2017. The Mariners knew the Astros were cheating. Every team knew the Astros were cheating. Major League Baseball knew the Astros were cheating. And he said his dad knew exactly what the Astros were doing in 2017. So his dad would do like fake signs from third and piss off Alex Cora and A.J. Hinch in the dugout. And then he goes on to say that if you want to read something better, he claims that Mike Trout, that his dad told him Mike Trout takes human growth hormone for a thyroid condition, and it's some sort of loophole that he got around, but Major League Baseball will not make it public because this is their best player, their Mickey Mantle. Now this is getting posted online. This is chaotic, dude. Whoa. And apparently, so obviously, Twitter's like the modern-day Encyclopedia Britannica, right? This dude, like, Googles Mike Trout thyroid and finds where the rumor first initiated. And apparently, someone on an MMA board said they had a friend that worked in the Ash that, that was a player in the Astros organization and knew that Mike Trout took some HGH. And Mike had told him about this loophole. But apparently, the person that posted this on the MMA board just basically wrote this and then linked to a gay porn site. With no proof whatsoever. So that's a little shady, man. Things are going weird on here. It's the end of the world. It's the end of times. Like, the Antichrist is somewhere. Where's Jesus? Where's Kirk Cameron? The world's going to end. The earth is getting hot. The world is burning and the bears are dying. This is scary times right now, man. I'm telling you. Liquidate your 401k. Spend all the money you have in the world right now. It's like that Queen Latifah movie where the world's going to end. And you can just do whatever you want to do. That's that's what all of this sort of feels like right now. So when this thing initially took off, and this was like months ago when the investigation started, I had a few friends come out and ask me, man, because they looked at me as sort of a baseball father figure. And they're like, hey, man, like, what do you think should be the punishment of this? And should a World Series, like, should a title be stripped? And I'm sort of like, no, not at all. I don't think any, like for a title to be stripped, that would have to be a huge deal. Like, I like, I just, I couldn't see that happening for multiple reasons. One, you would have to prove, right, without a shadow of a doubt that whatever cheating happened, that enabled that team to win, right? And in my head, I'm like, but I don't know how that would ever happen. Like, you can't do that, Right. And that just, to me, like, no way, no way. But then second of all, that I don't know, truth be told, everyone talks about baseball and how, like, it needs to be better, you know, with pace of play and all this sort of stuff. And 
Or, you know, really, though, I don't know if baseball is in that much trouble or if it's just hyped up by the media as this sort of, um, you know, this viral thing that sort of just caught on and it becomes a cliche thing to talk about, right? You know, like me making fart jokes, right? <laughs> That's all I know, so I do it. And I wonder if it's like that with a lot of baseball reporters. So my mind immediately... When you talk about stripping somebody of a World Series, I'm like, don't do that. That's bad for the sport. Like, I don't want that. Like, I want baseball to be so popular. I want baseball to get the best athletes. Like, I, I want it. That's I have this podcast because the sole reason I started this podcast was because I think baseball reporting so boring. And I was like, why well, can get on here and be an idiot? <laughs> you know, like, we're cool, man. Let's do it. And so for those two reasons, I'm like, bro, don't strip the title, right? And then all of a sudden, like, CeCe Sabathia is on HBO, and he's like, I think they should vacate the title. And I'm like, well, son of a bitch, maybe you should vacate the title. Here, I'm going to get you some alarming numbers that I'm pretty sure I can dig up on Twitter real quick. First and foremost, in the 2017 World Series, I've got numbers for Clayton Kershaw's Home and away stats in the 2017 World Series. In a so the 2017 World Series, don't forget it went seven games, right? So Clayton Kershaw threw 11 innings at Dodger Stadium. He gave up one earned run, 15 Ks, with a .82 ERA. Elite, what you would expect from Kershaw, right? But at Minute Maid Park, he only pitched four and two-thirds innings. It wasn't because the Dodgers didn't need him. No, it's because he gave up six earned runs and walked three and had a 650 ERA. Yeah, that's a touchdown and half an extra point. <laughs> oh, crap. Big deal problem, guy. Not good. So you're like, man, well, that's that's pretty serious evidence. But also, a lot of people, don't they perform better at home than they do away? Mm, that's, that's possible. I think that's true. You know, they do. You can go to a lot of folks' baseball reference page, and they'll perform better at home than they do away. It's your home ballpark, but it's like wanting to use your toilet at home and not wanting to use, like, a public toilet to go boom, boom, right? See, there's the fart jokes again. Told you. But check this out, dude. Okay. This goes back to the 2017 postseason, bro. Okay, in the 2017 postseason, the Astros had nine home games, and in that those nine home games... They slugged 519, scored 5.7 runs a game, and they were 8-1 and one in nine home games. So in the 2017 postseason, they were unstoppable at home, right? But then the Astros, their nine road games on the road, instead of scoring almost six runs a game, they only scored three runs a game. Instead of slugging 519, they slugged 347. And instead of winning eight games, they won three and lost six. And on top of that, look at these numbers. Alex Bregman, buck 54 batting average on the road, 273 at home. Carlos Correa, 211 batting average on the road, 371 at home. Jose Altuve batted a buck 43 on the road in the 2017 postseason. But hot damn it, Minute Maid Park, he's Tony freaking Gwynn, batted 472 with a 1541 OPS. 2017 was when he was MVP, and Aaron Judge had an Instagram post all the way from 2017 congratulating Jose Altuve. He, tell, he tells Jose Altuve in his Instagram post, no one deserves 
the MVP award more than you do, Jose Altuve. Aaron Judge took that post down three days ago. I'm telling you, the player beef is crazy. Aaron Judge is even pissed. I get Aaron Judge is as big as Lou Ferrigno, but Aaron Judge is so nice. How do you make him mad? By doing this. He's super mad. Brian McCann batted .037 on the road. Bro, I could bat that on the road. He batted 300 at home. These numbers are crazy. There are so many alarming numbers from 2017. Now, the investigation, there are two investigations in Major League Baseball. One is with the Boston Red Sox. The Boston Red Sox are being investigated for stealing signs, but during the 2018 postseason, they did not steal signs in the video room like the Astros did in 2017, because in the 2018 postseason, Major League Baseball put a worker in there, and they said, monitor this shit, bruh. We don't even want stealing stuff. But in 2017, the Astros are accused of stealing signs in the 27 postseason. So with all of these stats and numbers, MLB's investigation has looked at the sign stealing Said it occurred in the postseason with the video room, trash cans, relays, all that crap. And there's direct evidence that in the World Series, they won it because of their home record. We have direct evidence that the Houston Astros cheated to win their World Series. The one thing I said, unless you have that evidence, you cannot strip them of this World Series. Well, holy crap, we have that evidence. We've got direct evidence that the Astros cheated to win the World Series. Now do we vacate the title? I mean, do you realize that the Chicago, that the, the Black Sox scandal of 1919, they threw a World Series. They threw a World Series. They all got expelled from baseball for life, gone from baseball for life, done. You, you, you messed with the results of our biggest game, you're done. Get out of the league forever, okay? Pete Rose. Granted, Pete Rose is probably a disgusting individual. He's not in the Hall of Fame because he gambled and got suspended from baseball for life. And when that happens, you're not eligible for the Hall of Fame, okay? So people can't vote on him. Pete Rose gambled on his team. He went to his bookie and said, bruh, I'm about to bet you a thousand bucks. I want money on that my team is going to beat their team. I'm betting on my team because we're that damn good. If anything, what Pete Rose did made him play better and made his team play better, right? Pete Rose suspended for baseball for life. Done. You can't play no more, man. Go home. Can't do it. The Houston Astros. Evidence. They cheated to win a World Series. It's like what the Black Sox did, but opposite. They affected the outcome of Major League Baseball's biggest event. We'll suspend your coach and GM for a year. Keep your ring. Keep everything. It's cool. We won't even suspend any of the players that we know did it. Alex Cora, we might just suspend you for like two years. Right? It's mind-boggling to me that no one's even going to get a lifetime ban. Not one person, not the GM, not Alex Cord, nobody will probably, nobody's going to get a lifetime ban. Do you realize two years ago, the Atlanta Braves had a GM that fudged the numbers on some international bonus money? He got suspended from baseball for life. And these guys directly affected the outcome of the World Series, and they're going to play this year. 
They're not even getting so much of a fucking fine. Nothing. <coughs> Holy crap, man. I won't. I need to shut up. They're not even going to get a fine, bro. That's crazy to me. So do I think that the World Series should be vacated? Man, I think so. I think at this point, ESPN published an article. Jeff Passan published the article. He interviewed numerous baseball executives. And not only are the players dissatisfied with the punishment and mad at these players for cheating, all baseball executives, they're all mad too. Because they're like, this punishment is a joke. The Astros get to keep the World Series. Jeff, Jim Crane, whatever, the owner, he doesn't care. So what? He had to fire a GM and a coach. Big whoop, man. He gets his ring and gets all the financial benefit from it. He literally he got nothing, bro. He got nothing. D don't think, dude. Word is, word is that Rob Manfred helped Jim Crane out and had his back. And put twice in the investigation, Jim Crane knew nothing about this. Knew nothing. It's like he had his owner's back. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, Rob Manfred, like those owners are like his bosses, right? He's got to appease these owners. So it was almost like he was like, don't worry, we're not going to take you ring in your title. Let's just fire these guys and get it done, man. Which speaks to what many people believe is that Major League Baseball knew about this and are only pressing the matter because word got out on such a public level because Mike Fires narked. Just sort of like the Balco people that narked, right? Baseball knew about anabolic steroids forever, for as long as it was happening until Balco and Barry Bonds happened. And it's like Major League Baseball's hand was forced to do something, which is what this Mike Fires situation thing was. If Mike Fires doesn't go public... Major League Baseball probably doesn't do jack shit, right? Jessica Mendoza today, she straight up says, I hate that Mike Fires narked. She was like, Mike shouldn't have done that, and I hate it. That's bullcrap that he did that, right? That's what she said, basically. She was just like, I can't believe he did that. I don't like him for it, and I don't like that he did it. Yo, Jessica Mendoza's a Mets employee, bro. She is under mad amounts of heat right now because she's basically hating on Mike Fires for speaking up. But you know what's crazy? If Mike Fires doesn't speak up and make this on such a public level by speaking up to the athletic, yo, sh nothing happens. Major League Baseball does nothing, right? And there are a lot of Major League Baseball players that need this vindication, man, that feel like their careers are being negatively affected, right? <clears throat> Clayton Kershaw, you Darvish, their careers are directly negatively affected. You Darvish lost money. You Darvish had to go through hell. You Darvish's first season in Chicago, bro, he couldn't even pitch. He was so scarred. Bro, the backlash he got through social media from fans for choking. Yo, you Darvish was good until he got to the World Series. They rocked him. And I know when they rocked him in Game 7, it was in L.A., but you're trying to tell me that Houston didn't have something cooking in Game 7 when they were on the road knowing? Tell me this in 2017. Did the, the Houston Astros in 2017, they won game seven on the road in L.A. That's where you, Darvish, Scott Rock. You mean to tell me this baseball team that stole signs all year, relaying signs with a trash can, got to game seven on the road and said, well, we're just in trouble now. No, I guarantee they figured something out on the road and rocked you, Darvish, in game seven, right? And I think that's why players are so mad because it's affecting careers. Clayton Kershaw, career affected, no ring. You Darvish lost money, career affected, no ring. 
Cody Bellinger, career affected, no ring. Aaron Judge, he could have been rookie of the year and MVP. Jose Altuve cost Aaron Judge so much damn money in arbitration. Like, and just like future earnings and everything, dude. Like, to be a rookie of the year and MVP where like three people did that in the history of baseball, Aaron Judge should have been one of them, man. Wow. Un, I, I don't believe it, man. Crazy how players are affected right now. They're mad, dude. They're real mad. And you could go to my Twitter account, Greatest on Dirt. And when Jose Altuve is walking across home plate, right, he gets serious about them not ripping off his jersey. Like, he's not kidding, bro. You know what I mean? He's like, don't rip this jersey off. Like, he's serious. It's not a joke. He's like, don't rip this jersey off, man. And he holds it tight. So it's not even like you want to joke with him about this, right? And when your team just got a walk-off to go to the World Series— and that player is like, don't rip my jersey off. What are you, what's the first thing you're going to do? You're going to rip that guy's jersey off. He tells you not to do it. You're going to do it. We're going to the World Series, you idiot. So why didn't nobody rip off his jersey? Why did, every, why did everybody all of a sudden comply to that? Because he's like, bro, you can't. That's basically the look he has on his face. He's like, no, you can't do it. I, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Like he's like freaking out, man. He's like Vince Vaughn on Wedding Crashers when he's with that redhead chick, and he's like, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. Stage five clean. You're like, no, no, no. Like, oh, we're freaking out, dude. Yeah, it's alarming. You have to go online and check it out, dude. You go to my Twitter, Greatest on Dirt. It really just search Jose Altuve, bro. It's there. But right now on social media, they are letting Jose Altuve have it. He does not have one fan, not one person is sticking up for him. This guy who's universally loved is now absolutely universally hated. The account... I don't know if I mentioned this already. There was an account online that was supposedly Carlos Beltran's niece that came out and said that Altuve and Bregman were wearing buzzers on the inside right shoulder and they were getting um, buzzes from like the hallway video guy who was watching the TV then would send him to the buzzer. And she also said that Claybert Torres wears one on like his left leg or something like that. But then apparently... Now news comes out that this isn't Carlos Beltran's niece saying this, which would be really weird if I was cheating at baseball and my niece was saying this stuff. How would my niece know that Altuve and Bregman were cheating and wearing buzzers, right? So this is obviously seems to be like some player's burner account or something like that. We're like, you know, I mean, we're in the golden age of burners right now. I mean, burner accounts out there like telling the news. This is like some Illuminati stuff where you've just got to figure out like what does this account mean, right? And that's what it said. Hold on. let me, I'll read you these tweets real quick that were from Carlos Beltran's niece, which now seems to be a burner account. Um, the, this tweet read... I'm told to stay quiet, but I refuse to, Uncle. Jose Altuve and Bregman wore devices that buzzed on the inside right shoulder from the hallway video guy. Believed to be a burner account from another MLB player. This MLB player also said, Carlos Beltran's niece, the account said, I have pictures from the locker that I'll keep for a rainy day. And that's why... Jose Altuve didn't want his jersey ripped off, right? So obviously this isn't Carlos Beltran's niece. But somebody within MLB is, like, tweeting this stuff out, right? Wild stuff right here. And this whole buzzer thing, this rumor's been going on for months. But during MLB's investigation, 
they said that they couldn't find anything to substantiate the buzzer rumors. Like, they couldn't find anything, right? But Buzzergate, as it's known now, you know, that's sort of what's going to take off for the next, you know, few days or whatever. So we'll see what's up. Um, but Mike Trout is currently trending on Twitter about this sort of HGH thing with this being now a conspiracy theory where stuff's getting leaked out that Mike Trout's on HGH and he covers it up for some sort of thyroid condition. So that'll be interesting because Mike Trout is this universally like great pure guy. And for folks to say that he's on HGH, this is pretty interesting. Mm, but I mean, who knows? HGH at Major League Baseball doesn't test for HGH though, because that requires a blood test and that's not in like the player's collective bargaining agreement. It's not allowed. Can't do it. Listen though, I'm gonna I'm gonna come clean with you guys right now. You wanna hear a story? I'm about to tell you a story right now. I am um, I got caught stealing once. To be honest with you, I got in quite a thievery ring, one that I led, you know, when I was like start when I was about five years old and I started stealing stuff. So what happened was my mom got me this really cool jean jacket, bro. It was a Jordash, a Jordash jean jacket. And I had a curly mullet, and I'm not exaggerating, right? A lot of business in the front and party in the back. But really, it was sort of like party in the front and party in the back. Bro, I didn't mess around, right? I was a cool kid. My mom, she was a hairdresser. She had an ear piercing gun. Bro, she pierced my ear like Barry Bonds. When I was like six, dude, and I had like a dangly cross, you know what I mean? So with like the dangly cross and the jean jacket, right, the jean jacket had an inside pocket in it. And the inside pocket, you could just put stuff in it and no one would know. And me being a kid, I like to have stuff in my pockets. And I would always go to the kitchen and I would take all the knives out of the drawer. You know what I mean? Butter knives, steak knives, any knife. And I will put them in my pockets and run around the house. And my mom was like, you can't do that. You can't carry knives. She goes, why do you need to carry knives? And I said, mom, for protection. She goes, protection from who? I said, I've watched Scarface. You got to watch out. The world is mine, you know. I was too young to watch Scarface, but I remember watching it anyway. And she was like, you can't carry knives with you. So I realized in my jean jacket, it had an inside pocket so I could put knives in it. Any knife I wanted, big steak knives in there. Right, stay strapped 24-7, just knives, anything I wanted in there, quarters, right? I could take quarters out of my mom's purse and put them in there. She didn't know I had the quarters, you know, anything I wanted. So I was at the store one day, and I was like, Mom, can I get some bubble tape? She was like, nope. I said, why, why not, Mom? She goes, I ain't got the money for it. And I said, write a check. And she goes, that's not how that works. I said, okay. So I grabbed some bubble tape, and I put it in my inside pocket. She didn't know it was there. And neither did the store owners, and I made it out with the bubble tape. So then from that point, I started using my inside pockets, take anything I wanted, bubble tape, Kit Kats. I even stole a thing of cottage cheese once, right? Anything I wanted, I could put it in there. I got the thing of cottage cheese. I just want to see if it would fit in my pocket. It was a big thing of cottage cheese, too. I got it. And I put it in my room, but it got moldy and sour, so I had to throw it away. But just to know I could conquer something like that was a pretty big deal. And so I was at the store one day with my mom. 
planning my usual route, and I saw a guy. He was emptying the quarter machines. You know where you would put a quarter and get like a little baseball helmet or a bouncy ball. Remember getting bouncy balls? Bro, I love a bouncy ball, dude. Bouncy balls were the, the best thing to have, dude. And he's emptying the quarters for it, and the guy walks off, right? So there's like a there's like this... I remember it vividly. There was like this big like tin thing with just quarters in it because he's emptying the quarters. And just like Jeremy Renner and Ben Affleck in the town, I'm looking at these quarters and I'm like, yo, one last job. It's a big job. It's the one we've been waiting for. You know where they rob Fenway and they get all that money, then they all die. And then Ben Affleck runs away to Florida. That's what it was like with me. And I was like, yo, just one more job. And I have my friend with me, Neil, and I said, man, let's do this. And he's like, okay. He was a year younger than me, so he, he, he would do what I said. So we start loading it up, man. Quarters. Putting quarters in my inside pockets, but I had cargo pants on. So I had to put quarters in my cargo pants because I got greedy, just like Jeremy Renner on the town. Right? Just like Bodie on Point Break. I got greedy, and I wanted it all. So I'm stuffing my pockets full, man. Quarters, bro. I loved quarters. I would rather have a quarter than a $5 bill when I was a kid. Because quarters, like what's a $5 bill going to get me, bro? You can't put a $5 bill in a machine to get bouncy balls and baseball helmets and temporary tattoos. Yeah, I put a Bugs Bunny tattoo on my face once and my mom was like, we've got problems with you. I said, back off, right? And so anyway, I, I load up the stuff, man. And then... There's a watch that was sitting there, and I took the watch too, right? I just assumed the watch was a toy out of the machine, right? And so we're loaded, man. Get home, okay? I'm at the house. I'm feeling good. I'm in my room. I got all my money spread out, man. I'm counting it, right? I'm counting my quarters. I got my watch, but I can't get my watch on. And like me, because I like to carry stuff in my pockets, I put everything back in my pockets. So I'm walking around the house with like $20 and quarters in my pockets. But I can't get the watch on. So I go to my mom. And I'm like, Mom, can you help me put on my watch? And she's like, where'd you get that watch at? And I said, I got it out of the machine at Max. And so she goes to put the watch on. And she's like, this is a gold watch. She goes, this isn't a toy watch out of a machine. And I'm like, yeah, it is. It's out of the machine. And she's like, no, this is a gold watch. She goes, man, where'd you get this gold watch? I said, mom, I got it on the machine. And she goes, she's looking at me. And then she hears the jingle in my pants because I'm a shifty kid. And she's like, what's in your pockets? And I'm like, what? And she goes, what's in your pockets, man? Why do you have so much money? And so she made me empty my pockets. And she saw all the quarters in the watch. And she goes, Quentin, where the hell does money come from? And I said, mom, I got it from the store. I said, mom, I stole it. You caught me. I said, I got it from Max Superfoods, the grocery store, when we went today. And she said, you stole this? And I said, yeah. Aren't you proud? And she goes, no, man. She goes, you can't steal stuff. They're going to arrest you for it. And so I got caught stealing. She made me go back to the store. And she made me give Mac his money back. And, you know, they didn't call the cops on me, but they gave me a stern talking to. And I had to to go to his office and give him the money back and give him the watch back. I was embarrassed, man. I got caught. And so I sort of know how Jose Altuve feels, you know, because me too, I lied at the beginning. I said, Mom, I said, that's not a gold watch. It's a plastic watch. And she goes, you're lying. And she goes, why do you have $25 in quarters on you? And I said, Mom, it's $30. I counted it. (laughs) And I'm digging myself in a deeper hole. But, like, I thought she would be proud of me, you know? 
I watched Scarface and Point Break. Like, I was just doing what they was doing on the TV. You know what I mean? Miami Vice. Right? And I got in trouble for it, honestly. And I've been right since. You know? But between you and me, and don't tell this to anybody, but I love to steal. I still do, man. It gives me a rush. Can I be honest with you right now? And you not judge me? Yo, a few months ago at Target, yeah, I stole a pack of baseball cards. Because I had to do it. I had to feel what it was like. To ride that wave again. Like Bodie from Point Break. Jumping out of an airplane. I ain't got a parachute on. Right? What would my wife say at the age of 36 when she gets a call from the police station and is like, you got to bail your husband out. He stole a pack of baseball cards for $5.99. And she says, Quentin, you know how much money we make a year together? Why are you stealing $6 cards? Listen, I'm not rich, but I can afford $6 baseball cards. But it's just the rush of it. You know what I mean? It's the rush that money can't buy. <laughs> and it's stealing baseball cards, man. So that's what it is. Um, going back to the report, right? The um, So in this investigation with Rob Manfred, right? A lot of what they found in the report was this very problematic culture, one that values results over everything and only cares about itself, an environment that allowed this conduct, right? So after studying the report, it was obvious, like, of course this happened with the Astros. You know, the Astros baseball team is like, what if Amazon had a baseball team, right? They care about nothing else but the bottom line. That's why they signed Roberto Ozuna. They didn't give a crap how big he beat the shit out of his wife and she had to run away to Mexico. They were like, it's a distressed asset. It's smart business, right? And that's one of the most alarming things about this is with the Astros, it was strictly business, right? And I think like Major League Baseball, Rob Manfred, all these guys, when they're when they're approving sales of baseball teams, right? Jim Crane, business guy. The guy he hired is GM. Jeff Lunau, a business entrepreneur, is a general manager, not even a baseball guy. A business entrepreneur, big business. That's all these guys care about. Bottom line, what do we have to do? They're not fit to run baseball teams, right? I don't like this. I don't like when baseball turns into just this big business where nothing else matters but numbers in the business side out of it, right? Hopefully... Right, and for Jessica Mendoza to be like, what Mike Fires did was bullshit. He shouldn't have said that. Listen, I hope that everything that's happened right now works on two levels. Level number one, no more sign stealing. Level number two, it changes how owners and general managers run their team. And it's not so much big business Amazon, Walmart. We don't care what happens to anybody. You don't like that we signed a wife beater? Screw you. Don't care. I don't care, right? You don't like that a hot dog's 15 bucks? Stick it up your butt. I don't care. You know what I mean? Treat the players good. Treat the fans good, right? Let's not just have this thing be a baseball thing. You know what I mean? I don't like that one bit. I really don't. And so I hope on another level that this changes sort of the scope and Rob Manfred vets maybe his buyers a little differently, you know, that interview process about how they're running their teams. You know, maybe this scares off these big business entrepreneurs that just want to make a buck. You know, ask yourself this. On a business level, was this worth it for the Houston Astros? 110%. 
Do you think right now that Jim Crane, the owner of the Houston Astros, is losing any sleep over this? Bro, he's got Rob Manfred in his pocket. He kept his ring. He's kept all the money he's made off this team. The value of this team's went up. They made a bunch of money because they won the World Series. From a business perspective, what Jim Crane and the Houston Astros has done has sort of like Ford and the Ford Explorer and the Firestone tires. When Ford realized those Firestone tires were crap, they said, well, what, what's the best route here? Do we recall all the cars and the tires, or do we let the tires explode and pay everyone's lawsuit afterwards? Well, they crunch the numbers, and they say, well, financially speaking, it's more cost-effective for us not to do the recall and just let everything explode, right? And that's sort of what's happened with the Astros. Jim Crane knew about this, and he was probably like, should I do it? Well, how much money am I going to make? Great. I don't care. I'm going to sell this team for more than what I bought it for, no matter what happens, because there's big money in baseball. Owners don't care about baseball. You think Jim Crane cares about Major League Baseball? Do you think Jeff Lunau cares about Major League Baseball? Do you think they care how they leave Major League Baseball when they leave? That's my concern with owners these days. Theo Epstein's been a baseball fan since he was born. I truly believe Theo Epstein cares about Major League Baseball. But these guys coming in... Do you think anyone in the Houston Astros organization actually cared about baseball? Brandon Taubman, the guy that got fired for screaming at the girl Sports Illustrated reporters, being like, I'm glad we signed this wife, Peter. Do you think he cares how he leaves baseball? He absolutely does not care how he leaves the game. Right? That's alarming to me. I don't like that. I don't like it one bit. And that can't happen anymore. So I hope you're a hero, Mike Fires. Not really... The sign-stealy scandal, to me, almost is secondary compared to not being a knock. If you want to be a knock and knock these guys out for doing what they're doing, Mike Fires, you know what you've done that's bigger than anything? You've helped correct a culture where GMs and owners are in it for the business. Right? I don't want those guys in baseball. I don't. If you see it, say it, man. Point it out. I don't want guys like this in baseball, man. Right? To me, baseball is so much more. To me, baseball is about family. It's about having your kids play baseball on the same fields that you played baseball at. You know, it's about being in front of the TV, being in front of your big 70-inch TV, and remembering 25 years ago, you were in front of a 13-inch black and white RCA watching a game with your grandpa and your dad. And then now you're in front of your 70-inch watching it with your kids, watching it with your daughter, watching it with your son, watching it with your wife. You know what I mean? And that cycle goes, okay? So baseball is so much more than this business. And I want guys in position. I want guys that own the team, that run the team, to be able to see that. I think there's so much untapped potential in Major League Baseball right now. But the managers, but the owners don't care about it. They got to make that buck. I want people that own teams, that care about the team, that care about Major League Baseball. And that's why I think Mike Fire speaking up is not just about sign ceiling, but it's about caring about baseball. And that's what it's about, man. And I dig that. All right, we're going to end it. We're going to end that episode there. Thanks for listening on Instagram. Greatest Show on Dirt at Twitter, Greatest on Dirt at Facebook, Greatest on Dirt. Thank you for listening. Until next time, have a phenomenal week. 
and 70 days till opening day. <laughs> See you guys later. Thanks for listening.